Welcome, everyone, to our broadcast today. Thank you for joining with us. We appreciate you watching. I trust you have a few moments here to just sit down and relax, not let anything distract you so that you can hear the Word of God. We've been talking about for several weeks now, redeemed and blessed. We're going to continue that study today. But just before we get into that, I want to encourage you once again to let us know if there's any way that we can join our faith with you in believing God for the breakthroughs and the miracles that you are believing for in your life. We believe in the power of prayer here. We believe in the power of agreement. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 18, that if any two of you shall agree as touching anything they ask, it shall be done for them. So we uh, make it a practice here to join our faith with others that are believing God and we join our faith in agreement with them, standing on the scripture, that if any two of us shall agree, that's what Jesus promised. And there's such a power in agreement. So if you're faced with something today, it seems impossible, or you just might be getting a little bit weary in your standing, let us join with you. Call right now or go on our website and send it to us that way or by letter, however you desire. And the moment we receive it, I promise you somebody in our office, somebody on our team is going to begin praying with you. Many of those letters come to my desk where I can lay my hands on them and pray for you as well. I love joining my faith with others and believing God for breakthroughs. And then even more than that, I love it when we get the testimonies. And we get testimonies all the time of people who've allowed us to pray with them and seen results in their life. I'm not going to take the time to read any of them today because I want to get right into the broadcast as quick as we possibly can. But I do want you to watch the announcement that's going to be coming up in a few moments about the special resources that we're making available to you. Now, let me say this about resources. This is the way that I learned these things. I'd like to be able to tell you that I learned all of this on my own, but I did not. I had a lot of help. Now, I took what they taught me and I kept studying it and God began to give me insight for myself. But this is the way I learned it, reading other people's books, listening to other people's tapes. Back then it was reel-to-reel tapes, eventually became cassettes. And now, of course, we have such technology. We can carry my entire faith library around in your pocket. You know, it's so exciting. In fact, just recently... Uh, the Kenneth Hagin ministry offered all of Brother Hagin's messages. They had remastered, put them all on CD, and offered them all. And I said, I got to have that. And I ordered every one of them. And now I have a box full. I, there must be, I think there might be 1,500 messages of Kenneth E. Hagin's that I am so excited about getting into again because I know they're going to do the same thing to me now that they did to me 45 years ago. So I can't say enough about how vital, how important resources are. So watch this special announcement about the resources concerning redeemed and blessed and my little book on the established heart. And then we'll be right back and we're going to get into today's lesson and conclude this study on redeemed and blessed. Watch this now. God's redemptive plan is complete and perfect, covering every area of our lives. 
In this three-part CD series, Redeemed and Blessed, Jerry Savelle teaches how God not only redeemed us from a life without hope or a dark eternity, but much, much more. It all started at the cross. This powerful series will give you a better and more complete understanding of the importance of the cross and resurrection. Jesus' finished work at the cross is the essence of God's power and fullness of blessing. As a bonus, when you request today, you'll receive a copy of The Established Heart. In this eye-opening book, you'll learn seven major revelations from God's Word that you can apply to live in the midst of turmoil and pressure without being shaken. You can develop an established heart and stand steady throughout. Don't wait. Call today or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request this powerful combo, Redeemed and Blessed and the Established Heart. Learn the completeness of God's redemptive plan today. Redeemed and Blessed. I'll tell you, just the, the title alone excites me. We are redeemed, and thank God at the same time we are blessed. Amen? Amen. Let's look once again in Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13. It says that Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Verse 14, That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now the Gentiles is a reference to non-Jews. So he's saying that because of what Jesus did at Calvary, redeeming us from the curse, that now not only the seed of Abraham, which was a reference to the Jews, are entitled to walk in that blessing, but now the Gentiles who will receive Christ are also entitled to live under that blessing. In fact, it says in verse 29 of Galatians chapter 3, and if you be Christ, in other words, if you belong to Christ, if Jesus is your Lord, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So that means if you've made Jesus Lord of your life, you are now considered by God as the seed of Abraham. You're just as much the seed of Abraham as Isaac was, as Jacob was, as Joseph was. Look at somebody and say, I'm the seed of Abraham. Amen. And if you are now the seed of Abraham, then according to the word of God, that means you are entitled to live under that blessing just as much as Abraham did or his biological seed, uh, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, and right on down the line, praise God. Amen. Amen. We're the seed of Abraham. So here's the way I do this. I, I, I learned way back there 45 years ago to just put a marker in Deuteronomy chapter 28 because that's where the list for the curses are written. And it's also where the blessings are written. So I, this Bible doesn't have a, a double marker, but many of my Bibles has two of these little ribbons. And back in those early days, I just kept one in Deuteronomy 28 and I kept the other in Galatians chapter three. And I'd just go back and forth walking the floor and I'd read, Christ hath redeemed me from the curse. Then I'd go to Deuteronomy 28 and I'd read all those curses. And after reading each one of them, I'd say, I'm redeemed from that. And when I finished all of those verses that have the curses in them and, and testified that I'm redeemed from that, 
Then I'd go back over here and read Galatians 3.14, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentile. That's me, Jerry Savelle. I was a Gentile. And then I'd go back over here and go through verse 1 through 14. And he'd say, you know, I'm blessed coming in and blessed going out. And I'd confess, that's me he's talking about. That's me he's talking about. It got to the place where my Bible just automatically fell open to Galatians 3 and Deuteronomy chapter 28. Amen. You just walk around the house doing this all the time. I tell you, if there was nothing else in the Bible but Galatians 3 and Deuteronomy 28, you could win in every area of life. Amen. Amen. So let's look at some of those curses once again. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, one of them says that you'll be cursed in the city. That's verse 16. And you'll be cursed in the field. Now, go back to those first 15 verses and you'll notice in verse 2, it says, All these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Now we just read over here in verse 16, Cursed shall you be in the city, and cursed shall you be in the field. Now, anybody with any intelligence at all would agree to you, it's better to be blessed in the city and not cursed. It's better to be blessed in the field and not cursed. So it looks like here, one is the very opposite of the other. Yes, sir. You can either be cursed in the city, cursed in the field, or you could be blessed in the city and blessed in the field. That's the reason God made this statement in, uh, let me see if I can find it, Deuteronomy chapter 8, I believe it is. No, Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19. Listen to this. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that thou and thy seed may live. Notice he said, I've set before you life and death and blessing and cursing. See, that's what we're reading in Deuteronomy chapter 28. The first 14 verses, he's setting before us the blessing. Verses 15 through 68, he's setting before us the curses. And then notice what he said, choose, make a choice. Make a choice. Yes. How many of you would rather live blessed? Yes. Anybody here rather live under the curse? If you do, I need to cast the devil out of you. Huh? Nobody wants to live under the curse. Amen. Everything under those curses is an awful way to live. It's tragic. I mean, it's, there's nothing good about it. And yet God says, choose the blessing. Choose life. How do you do that? You have to stand up one day. And just simply say, and you not only need to say this before God, but the one who really needs to hear it is the devil. Yeah. Amen. 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 Christ hath redeemed me from the curse yeah. that the blessing might come on me. Yeah. I choose the blessing. Yeah. Amen. 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 Tell the devil, I choose the blessing. Yeah. I don't have to live under the curse. I refuse to live under the curse. I choose the blessing. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, if you resist the devil, he will flee. Right. You have to do that out loud. You can't think it. You have to do it out loud. Yes. You can't just walk around thinking, I resist you. I resist you. I resist. You got to say it. Yes. He responds to words, right. particularly the word of God, because the word of God is our weapon. Yes. 
Amen. Put on the whole armor of God, taking the word of God, which is the sword of the spirit. Yes, sir. I remember when uh, uh, a very tragic situation happened in our lives when we were first beginning our walk with God. And, um, and I won't go into it. I've given the testimony many times before, but it was a very a tragic thing that happened. And, and the, when it happened, I remember saying out loud, God, if I could get my hands on the devil, I'd choke him to death. You know, that's how mad I was at him because I knew it was him that did it. And I, God, if I could get my hands on him, he said, son, if you got your hands on him, it wouldn't affect him at all. He said, he's a spirit. And I've given you weapons that are not carnal, but are mighty. Take the word of the spirit, the sword of the spirit and put the word on it. And so I realized that every time I spoke the word, it was like slashing him up. And when I got through with my sword, I took it by the blade and beat him in the head with a handle. Hallelujah. Until he fled. Hallelujah. Amen. You have to combat him with the word. Amen. So that's why you need to, at some point in your life, if you haven't already, stand up in your bedroom, in your living room, and it, it, it really would do you good if the whole family did it together. And you stood up and you turned to Galatians chapter 3, and you have your marker ready for Deuteronomy chapter 28. And say, family, today we're making a choice. Things are going to change in this house. And from now on, we will no longer live under the curse. We're going to live under the blessing. We are redeemed from the curse and we choose the blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, do you think the devil's going to roll over and play dead just because you made that choice? No, he's going to fight you tooth and nail. But the good thing is we got God on our side. He will back us. He will honor his word and you just stay with it. And praise God, you're going to find out that God is going to come through for you. Can you say amen? Amen. So let's look once again at some of these curses in Deuteronomy chapter 28. It says that we'll be cursed in the city, cursed in the field. Verse 17, our basket and our storehouse will be cursed. Uh, Verse 19 says, curse shall you be when you come in and curse shall you be when you go out. Let's back up a few verses now and look at the blessings. Let's go with verse three once again. Blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed will be the fruit of your body, the fruit of your ground, the fruit of your cattle, the increase of your kind, the flocks of your sheep. Blessed shall be your basket and your storehouse. Blessed shalt thou be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies that come against you seven ways or come against thee one way to be smitten and, and he will cause them to flee seven ways. Listen to this. The Lord will command the blessing upon you in your storehouse, in all that you set your hand to do. How would you like everything you set your hand to do to be blessed of God? You're entitled to that. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm entitled to that. Tell the other neighbor, that belongs to me. Well, then if it belongs to us, why wouldn't we enforce it? You know, I mean, you know, if somebody left you uh, some money in their will, and it was read to you. You know, your great uncle left you $100,000 in his will. Are you just going to walk out of the lawyer's office and say, wow, I just inherited $100,000. Wasn't that sweet of my great uncle? And that's it? No, in fact, my next statement is, how'd I get it? <laughs> Where'd I sign? 
I mean, I want to enforce this and I want to do it right now. If it belongs to me, I want it right now. Amen. This all belongs to us, folks. Blessed in everything you set your hand to do. Amen. He says uh, he will command the blessing on your storehouse. Everything you set your hand to do, he'll bless you in the land which the Lord will give you. The Lord will give you. God wants to give you land. Hallelujah. I said, God wants to give you land. That's what I stood on right there. When I moved out here in this part, South Fort Worth, and began to, to, to acquire land to build my home on, and then we decided we wanted to build our ministry headquarters out here, I stood on that, that the Lord shall give you land. Hallelujah. I said, since I'm the seed of Abraham, then I'm entitled to this. And praise God, I began to acquire a little more. I acquired a little more. I acquired a little more. Praise God. I stood on the word of God that says I'm the seed of Abraham and God promised Abraham he would give him land. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's how I got the land. Uh, one guy was so interested. He said, teach me. Praise God. I wonder how I do that. <laughs> Found out he was a backslidden Baptist preacher, but I led him back to the Lord, teaching him how to operate in the Abrahamic blessings. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. He told me, he said, if I'd have known this when I was in the ministry, I'd have never left the ministry. He said, I, I, I just barely got by, just barely existed. I got tired of living that way. And I told my wife, I'm leaving the ministry. I'm going into business, find something else where I can support my family. He said, if I'd have known this, I'd still be preaching today. I said, it's not too late. <laughs> Amen. But got him back serving the Lord. Hallelujah. So notice here, these blessings belong to us. Look at your neighbor and say, that belongs to me. That belongs to me. Amen. Notice it goes on to say, in verse 9, the Lord shall establish you as a holy people unto himself, as he sworn unto thee, if you keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his way. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord and shall be afraid of thee. Now, another translation says, they'll stand in awe of you. I like that better. Where they will see that the blessing of Abraham is on your life and they'll stand in awe. Amen. Amen. Listen to this, verse 11. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of your body, the fruit of your cattle, the fruit of your ground, the land in which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. Let me read some of these from the New Living Translation. It says, wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do. The Lord will give you prosperity and will bless all the work that you do. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You'll always be on top and never on bottom. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the blessing of Abraham. Say it again. It belongs to me. Now, would you agree with me that a revelation of being redeemed and a revelation of being blessed is life-changing? Yes. Amen. And just think of all the Christians that live in the world today that have never heard this for the first time, don't even, know, don't even know it's in the Bible, and consequently are living beneath their privileges. Yes. Amen? Yes, sir. That's why I'm a preacher, praise God. Yes, Amen. Amen? That's why God has called us to get this out to the people and let them know 
Number one, God's not mad at them. Number two, God's not against them. Number three, they are forgiven. Number four, he has made a way for them to have right standing with him. Praise God, they can have his peace and they can be redeemed and they can be blessed. That's good news, isn't it? Hallelujah. That's the gospel. Psalm 107 verse 2 says this, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Well, Galatians 3 says we're redeemed. Galatians 3.13. Galatians 3.14 says we're blessed. So if the redeemed are supposed to be talking it, so should the blessed. I should be talking all the time. I'm redeemed and I am blessed. Why is it important that I say it? Because there's power in words. Amen. There's power in words. Instead of going around saying, nothing good ever happens to me. No. See, that's the way people who live under the curse yes, sir. are talking. Yeah. Nothing good ever happens to me. Nothing like that ever takes place in my life. No, that's not the way the blessed should be talking. The Bible says in Romans 4, 17, that we have the same spirit of faith as our Father God, and God calls things that be not as though they were. You may not, you may not have all the prosperity that the Deuteronomy 28 promises you. You may not have it all yet but you're confessing yes, that you're blessed with these blessings is what brings it on. It's a progressive thing. It's not going to happen overnight, but you got to start one night. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. If you get up every day and you take this and say, particularly from this new living translation, what would this do to your outlook? What would it do to your faith? What would it do to your confidence? If you got up every day and walked the floor before you ever went to work or school or whatever it is you do, Wherever I go and whatever I do will be blessed. The Lord will guarantee his blessing on everything I do. The Lord will give me prosperity. He will bless all the work of my hand. The Lord will make me the head and not the tail. I'll always be on top and never on bottom. Now see, when I started confessing that, I was still on bottom. (laughs) When I started confessing that, I didn't have two quarters to rub together. When I started confessing that, I was so deep in debt in the natural, I could not see any way of ever getting out of debt. None of this was happening to me at that moment, but I began speaking it. I began confessing it. I began decreeing it. Job says, thou shalt decree a thing and it shall be established unto thee. So I began confessing that when I had nothing. I was confessing that when my car wouldn't even run. I was confessing that when I didn't know where I was going to get groceries for my family. I was confessing that when I didn't have any money to, to pay my bills. I'm believing God for enough money to pay the light bill. Keep it going. You live that way, Brother Jerry, once upon a time. Amen. But thank God I don't live that way anymore. Now I can help somebody else pay their light bill, praise God, and keep food on their table, hallelujah. And it all began when I walked that little bedroom confessing the blessings of Abraham. Amen. Amen. And you know, before dark, the devil would say, that's never going to work. You're just talking. You're just saying things that are not so. And I'd have to go in there and get my Bible again. And you know, one of the things you have to learn to do is be more persistent than the devil. Yes, sir. Outlast him. Every time he says it's not going to work, just cast that down and declare him again. 
and keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it until eventually, praise God, it becomes so real on the inside of you that what is happening out here is not nearly as real as what's happening out in here. And what's happening in here is about to change what's happening out there. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody shout, I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed and I am, blessed. I am blessed. Give the Lord some praise for it. Amen. Redeemed and blessed. Hallelujah. That's what Jesus bought and paid for so that you could have a rich and satisfying life. It's all in the Bible, folks. Listen to this special announcement, and then I'll be right back. God's redemptive plan is complete and perfect, covering every area of our lives. In this three-part CD series, Redeemed and Blessed, Jerry Savelle teaches how God not only redeemed us from a life without hope or a dark eternity, but much, much more. It all started at the cross. This powerful series will give you a better and more complete understanding of the importance of the cross and resurrection. Jesus' finished work at the cross is the essence of God's power and fullness of blessing. As a bonus, when you request today, you'll receive a copy of The Established Heart. In this eye-opening book, you'll learn seven major revelations from God's Word that you can apply to live in the midst of turmoil and pressure without being shaken. You can develop an established heart and stand steady throughout. Don't wait. Call today or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request this powerful combo, Redeemed and Blessed and the Established Heart. Learn the completeness of God's redemptive plan today. Thank you once again for joining with us today. It's been a joy and a pleasure and an honor to share these truths with you. I want to encourage you, don't delay. Get these resources into your home just as quickly as you can. Redeemed and Blessed, three CDs, powerful teaching on the, all of the material we've talked about on these broadcasts over the last four weeks and much more because I had more time to expound upon this subject. And I'm telling you, once you begin to listen to them, you're not going to be able to turn it off. And then the little book that goes along with it, The Established Heart, taken from Psalm 112. The Bible says in Psalm 112 that when your heart is established, you're not moved by evil tidings. You're not moved by bad reports. When your heart is established, you, you have this confidence that God is going to come through regardless of what's going on around you. Now, what establishes your heart is the Word of God. It's the basic redemptive truths that we've been talking about that took place at Calvary. And in this little book, I share with you seven basic redemptive truths and expound upon each one of them. And I'm telling you, you can read this little book in just a matter of moments. Just, I mean, you could read it on your lunch break. I'm not sure that when you go back to lunch, you'll be able to concentrate totally on your work because you're going to be so excited about what you read here. But at the same time, it could help you work even better. Hallelujah. Amen. But this little book, The Established Heart and Redeemed and Blessed CDs are all available. This is the last time we're going to be offering this special package. So, please place your order right away. Thank you, partners, for joining with us and sowing your seed each and every month. We are so blessed by your faithfulness and your loyalty. It's what helps us be able to reach out to people all over the world through this television broadcast. We also want to encourage you once again, if you've been blessed by these teachings, write and let us know. If you have prayer requests, we want to join our faith with yours and also please send your testimonies. We love hearing what God is doing in your life. 
Listen, go on our website and find out my itinerary because I travel all over the world and I may be coming to your area very soon. So you can get my itinerary for the entire year of 2015 of where I'm going to be. And uh, if you're uh, in the area that, that I'm holding meetings, I'd love for you to come join with me. And I'm telling you, every time somebody comes to one of our meetings and says, Brother Jerry, I'm one of your partners, that blesses me more than you'll ever know. So partners, come on out and join me in the meetings. Look on the schedule, see where I'm going to be. Come and be with me. Come up and tell me you're one of my partners and just let me shake hands with you and let you know how much I appreciate your partnership. It's been a joy sharing these lessons with you. We're going to start a brand new series of lessons next week, so be sure and join us. And let me tell you this. Listen, you know what I'm going to say, but you need to hear it again. Your faith will overcome the world. Amen. See you next week.